0: I know you are all eating your kale checking out the ingredients in your almond milk and doing all that extra work to make sure that you're healthy but i just learned that apparently most multivitamins are not even as clean as a bag of organic potato chips Seriously, we care so much about our food and we don't even know what's in the pills that we take every day that are supposed to keep us healthier. This woman named Kat Schneider was taking her vitamins one morning and then realized the bottle had no information about what was actually in the pills. So she did some digging and discovered that there's nasty stuff hiding in pretty much every vitamin on the market. There's animal parts used in vitamins, even the stuff they use to make tires. Kat could not find one single clean vitamin that she trusts, so she created her own ritual. And think goodness that she did. This is the one multivitamin that actually keeps me committed. I take it every morning with my breakfast to make sure that I'm filling any gaps that might be found in my diet. Sometimes that happens. I live on a tiny island of Aruba and finding everything I'm looking for at the grocery store is not always possible. Ritual contains only the nutrients you don't get enough of from your diet and they even show you where all of their ingredients come from on the website. The ingredients are the best quality. Their omega-3s are made from algae and the same ones NASA uses in research projects. vitamin D3 comes from Lichen, am I pronouncing that right? (laughs) Instead of sheep's wool like most brands. They only use clean, high-quality stuff and they're totally vegan. No soy, no GMO, no sugar, no weird animal parts, no bullshit. For your added convenience, Ritual is subscription-based. For only $30 per month, Ritual is delivered right to your door. Just buying the omega-3 alone is the cost of one bottle. So try it today for yourself. 95% 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com yogagirl yoga girl. Choose clean ingredients. Sign up right now at ritual.com yogagirl yoga girl. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. Is it a good thing to scream the first thing you do on the podcast? Okay, I'm so sorry if you're wearing headphones. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't know how else to start this week's podcast. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Today was launch day. (laughs) So all the, the secrets that I've been talking about, I feel like for this entire year, I've been talking about this major secret and this Project that we're working on, and this big thing that we're launching, and I haven't been able to say much more than that. I've been talking about it literally all year long, and today was the day that we launched it. Holy moly! I I don't know, I don't know where to start. Um, uh, oh my god! Hi. <laughs> Thank you for for listening. Thank you for 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 being here. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for just allowing me to do the work that I do. Um, allowing me to 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 do something insane and crazy and wild and big like this launch that we just did today. <sighs> I um, let's let's start. <laughs> I need like a moment to wind down because I am mega wired. Uh, I have literally I've been up I've been up since five a.m. this morning every single day for the past nine days no, wait eight days eight or nine days. I have woken up thinking that it's launch day. (laughs) We have been trying to launch this platform for so long. We originally had the launch month was supposed to be beginning of May that was kind of set in stone. I wanted to launch in February, beginning of May was kind of what it was pushed to and now it's end of September and we just launched. So if you guys have felt impatient and like there's been this kind of anticlimactic like thing going on where every day like where's the launch just put yourself in my shoes (laughs) literally every single yeah i mean since this entire year i've been waiting to to release and launch and and get started with everything that we have so today's podcast episode is going to be all about yoga girl the platform the movement the lifestyle the brand the community this major thing that I just released today, and I'm going to answer a ton of questions. So many questions have come in, so many comments, um, most super positive, some mega negative. I'm going to address all of it, high and low, um, and just kind of go really into depth of, you know, what is it that we just did? What is this launch? Why am I doing this? Um, and what does it mean for for the future of, of this community? And so before I dive into all of this, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm sitting sitting in bed right now. I have Kila. Uh, one of my dogs is by my feet, and she's about to bark. So if you hear a dog barking, that's Kila. Let's start with a deep breath. Okay, I kid you not. That was my first deep breath of the day man, that was, that was literally my first deep breath of the day. Um, speaking from the heart how am I doing right now? I am this totally weird combination of absolute elation, like total, total, total excitement. I could not be more excited. Um, full of energy. If I close my eyes right now, I can feel the inside of my body just buzzing with absolute insane energy. I'm on this high, this it's like I'm operating on some other sort of, of of level. I don't know. I'm on this weird high that I I don't think I can come down from. I don't know. And it's not just this positive high of having um completed something that you've worked on for a long time, but it's also this high of having worked really 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 hard at a crazy high pace without slowing down for a long time without break um I'm definitely I'm definitely operating on this level where whoa I I need to slow down and take a breath and just kind of step away from things for a second so I can breathe this day I before stepping up here in um to record this podcast I ate my first meal of the day it's 8 p.m and this is not how I roll like I I'm really really kind of Anal and obsessive about food. Um, I eat like every two hours all day, every day. Um, It's 8 p.m. I just had my first meal of the day. I ate lasagna standing over the sink. (laughs) Very glamorous. Uh, Like a whole thing of kind of cold. It was cold lasagna standing over the sink. Rinsed it down with a glass of water. And then I had this kind of sweet tooth. Um, I found an almond, almond, almond butter cup, like a peanut butter cup, but made with almond butter. I just ate that. And um, now I'm sitting here with a mic, talking, talking to you. That was my first meal of the day. That's how insane and crazy and busy this day has been. Um, I think I had a juice at some point. Someone put a juice in front of me, but you know, I just haven't. I haven't had a moment to breathe. So this is my first moment, just kind of processing and digesting everything that has been launch day. Holy moly! Holy moly! I'm so grateful for this podcast that I get to that I get to be here. So let's start from the beginning. Okay, if you're totally new to this and you haven't glanced at social media at all this entire week, um, what the hell am I talking about? (laughs) I'm guessing that you have glanced at social media and you kind of know what we're talking about. But in case you don't, so I just today launched a massive new platform called Yoga Girl. (laughs) I had to oh my god I, I got you know that feeling when you're like in an elevator and it and it drops a little bit like when it stops or like like that roller coaster feeling when the roller coaster drops that little feeling at the pit of your stomach I just got that feeling like a <laughs> wait did I did that just happen did we do this so what this is is yoga girl of course if you follow me on Instagram social media um, yoga underscore girl is and has been... Uh, you know, forever, my handle on Instagram, it's my Instagram profile, my Instagram account. My Instagram account is what sparked this whole thing for me, everything I do in terms of, in terms of this community, in terms of traveling and teaching in terms of my business, um, all the opportunity that I've had, and it's been amazing opportunity to travel the world, doing what I love to build my business to open my yoga studio. um, And to, to create, community on such a large and vast scale. It all has come from the Instagram account Yoga Girl. Now that's kind of a crazy thing when you when you think about it. Like I look at today, I was kind of just thinking about all the people that are involved in our day to day business, just how large our team is, all of the things we're doing. We're launching so many things at the same time. I like I had to just pace myself, like I, I could, I only posted three things on social media today, three posts, because I'm like, it's too much, people are not going to be able to digest all the things that we're throwing at them. There's just so many things happening. So many amazing ways that I get to be a part in changing the world from from within, supporting people on that inner journey of inner healing through yoga, meditation, personal development, to the outer healing of this earth of this planet with All the different initiatives that we do, I get to play that role and and be a part of all of this. Thanks to the fact that six years ago, it was late 2012, I downloaded Instagram. (laughs) It was pretty new, the app at the time, Um, and it asked me, you know, what what's what username do you want? And I I remember like sitting with it. I wasn't thinking about it too much because I had no intention at all. I had no social media experience barely had a Facebook profile, did not, you know, I, I had just gotten my first smartphone and I was late. I remember everybody else had a smartphone for like a year or two before me. I had just come out from living in the jungle, didn't have a computer, um, you know, none of that. And I downloaded this app. Everybody told me like Instagram is the new thing. You share photos. It's whatever. It's super cool. And I thought about it. Okay, so what's what's my profile name? Like it could be Rachel Brayton. Normally everything I do, like my emails and everything was always Rachel Brayton And I was like, no, like, I should do something more fun. Like, you know, so what was my life then? Everything I did at that time, and I mean, still is, just in a different way, but was yoga. Um, You know, I woke up, practiced yoga, before I went to bed, practiced yoga, taught yoga all day long. I was teaching at the time, like 23 or 24 classes, so immersed in everything yoga, kind of yoga obsessed. (laughs) Um, At the time, I was just living and breathing. The, the practice so I chose the name yoga girl like that that was it on a whim and I had no idea that this just this you know and of course that the choice in in wording yoga girl um is a really big piece it's a really catchy name it's been something that's really easy to follow you kind of know what you get from a yoga specific account um it's a really good name it's an amazing name and I wasn't thinking twice about that. And the first photo I ever posted ever on Instagram was uh, the photo of a grapefruit. It was kind of the breakfast I had that morning. It was like half a grapefruit, a grapefruit cut in half. My second post was a photo of Sergeant Pepper of our dog. And that's, that's kind of the stuff that I shared. And then somehow, you know, I started sharing more yoga-specific things because that was my life and got more and more response and then, you know ventured toward that direction and 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 the account grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And some of you guys have been here along for this ride since that time. I mean, that's kind of crazy to think about it. Like 6 years is a really 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 long time. I mean, <laughs> I had people write me today that's like, you know, I've followed you since the beginning, since before you had 5,000 followers. And it's just so think about everything that's happened in all of our lives in our collective lives in your life in my life the past six years. everything has changed everything is different i mean it's 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 crazy just to think about it so to to kind of find myself in a in a position where all of a sudden I had you know across all of all of my social media pages it's a little over three million people um you know Instagram specifically it's almost two point two but I found myself in that place all of a sudden where I had so many people in this community and for a really long time, I struggled with that. I I really, really struggled with that. Um, The idea of social media to me is really strange. (laughs) The idea of having followers is really strange. I never, ever, ever, you never, ever hear me call, um, you know, I, I stay away from the word like following and fans. Like I've never in my life called someone a fan. And that's the term people use all the time. Uh, we are a community. Like you'll hear, you'll hear me say that word over and over and over again. We are a community, um, and that's it's really important for me that it that it remains that because um, I've always been really awkward with this idea of 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 having people follow you, you know that that kind of thought or having people be a fan of what you do. Um, and for me, what what brought on that big shift of okay, like this is not what I want to do. I don't want to have a bunch of followers or a bunch of fans. And then I like, it's like this beast and I just feed it with content, whatever they want to see every day. Um, Which, you know, if I had gone that route would be probably only bikini photos on the beach and handstands and super advanced asana, which wasn't where my heart was at at all. And kind of never really was. Um, And I had, you know, I had two major shifts along the way. One was um, one of the first moments I started sharing really genuine, vulnerable, real things Um, through Instagram was I was going through a super rough time with Dennis Um, and this was I think 20 yeah it was like a year into Instagram so I I mean I had a lot of followers back then a couple of hundred thousand I think Um, and we were going through a really rough time just having a hard time and I was going through some personal stuff and some family stuff and I decided one day okay I'm not going to share that traditional whatever like you know be peaceful type post in some beautiful yoga pose I'm going to share how I feel. And I shared I can't remember exactly what it was, but that I was struggling and we had trust issues in our relationship and I just shared something about that something that was just true and genuine and it wasn't so in my book like it wasn't inspirational, it wasn't motivating like get on your mat and do yoga every damn day and drink this green juice and what what what. Um, it was just painful. And I shared that and for the first time since I'd opened that account and kind of chosen that name, Yoga Girl, I um, I felt like I was part of a community rather than just being someone who was followed on this weird social media app on my phone because for the first time ever, people started sharing their real stories back with me. I shared something that was painful, something that hurt me and people felt that because people felt the same. Oh wait, I went through something similar. Oh wait, like this yoga person that I follow has emotions (laughs) That are similar to mine goes through difficult things in her relationship, feels insecure and and like not worthy. Wait, you know, all of a sudden, just by stepping into that place of of vulnerability, it became real. It became really, really real. And I started reading and paying attention to what people were saying to me back and reading these stories and emails people were sending me and messages about about their own relationships and their own lives and giving advice and, and just kind of like, hey, I feel, I feel it too, like me too over here. And it was just such a, it was like a light bulb went, on, went off in my head and I was like, oh wait, so this is what I'm doing. Oh, Okay. Like I, I can I can create community here where we remind each other that we all feel the same. Like that's, there's magic to that. And then I can do that and I can travel the world and teach yoga and spread the art of yoga and invite new people to the practice and have people come to my retreats and grow and share and cry and love and oh, like it was, you know, just kind of slam dunk. And then I did that for about, I guess, another year or two years or something like that. And it started taking over. Um it became it became this almost like this, I don't know, I started saying yes to every opportunity that came my way. You know, like when I teach at this festival, yes, teach at this studio, yes, come to this country, yes, um, do this, do that. And I just said yes, 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 yes. And then one year or a couple of months, I just found myself exhausted. We were traveling nonstop. Um, and I and I had lost some of the passion for teaching asana the way it was taught to me. But it was what was taught to me, and I was teaching it the way it was taught to me because this is what Asana is supposed to be like, and what yoga is supposed to be like. But I'd lost some of that spark, right? I'd lost some of that community connection. And I remember there being a lot of moments where there was this sort of weird hype around, um, you know. I think I think yoga and Instagram was becoming sort of a thing, and and the Yoga Girl account was the biggest one. And there was this—I don't know. There was this was this. I, I was really uncomfortable all the time whenever I was in any sort of yoga setting. Um, and people would come up and ask, you know, to take photos or for an autograph or, you know, they had my book or something like that. And I I, I always felt super weird, <laughs> super weird about it. And people would come up, you know, at, like at an airport or at the grocery store or whatever, like, oh my God, hey, you're a yoga girl. And I mean, you can ask Dennis this because he used to think it was like the weirdest thing. He never really got that. But anytime anyone would come up, they'd be like, hey, oh my God, it's Yoga Girl. And I was like, um, no, my name is Rachel. Hi, nice to meet you. And I would get offended, <laughs> really, really offended. Um, my, my One of my best friends, Jessica, um, she, she used to laugh at that all the time. Like she was also like kind of with Dennis, like, hey, like you built this whole thing through Yoga Girl and then you're kind of hating it. <laughs> Why aren't you just owning that like you are a yoga girl? I'm like, no 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 like I'm not some yoga girl, I'm not some like, you know, like this sort of phenomenon or like I'm not a brand like yoga girl. You know, I thought it was really commercial sounding and I'm like this is just happened to be this Instagram account that I chose, but that's not my thing. Like my name is Rachel. So I would correct people again and again and again. Anytime they were like, "Oh, hey yoga girl, how are you?" I was like, "Nope. I'm Rachel." Um, and the reason why was because I had such a hard time coming to grasp or coming kind of to terms with the fact that what I had created was a business and what I had created was becoming this sort of movement and Yoga Girl in itself, which is also me, It's it's been really hard for me to distinguish uh, because everything is so personal, like what is yoga girl and what is Rachel Brayton like what is what everything is intertwined and that was a struggle for me so I tried to make a really clear point of all the time making that distinction like no I'm you know yoga girl it's just this Instagram account that I have my name is Rachel Braithen. hi nice to meet you and I went above and beyond so even when I started adding new instant or new social media accounts like I opened Twitter and I got Snapchat and all these other things I specifically chose another name for all of those other platforms eventually when I got them, like YouTube and things like that. And I chose Rachel. So on Twitter, I'm Rachel Braithen. On Snapchat, I'm Rachel Braithen. Um, on Facebook, I'm, you know it was Rachel's Yoga for a really long time. We just changed it to Yoga Girl a little while ago. But I kind of did that for a while. <laughs> and I can laugh thinking about it now because <laughs> honestly, Everything that I've been so afraid of has been this immensely valuable part of all the things that I had to learn. It's, it's. I'm, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that. But I feel, I can really see myself then being like, no, you know what? This is not it. This is not what I do. Um, And how it brought me all the learning that I needed to get to where I am right now. You are listening to From the Heart: Conversations with Yoga Girl. Last Christmas, my husband surprised me with the fanciest coffee maker ever to complete our kitchen and my morning routine. I don't think he anticipated that I would actually ask him to brew me a cup every single day. Luckily for Dennis, I came across a new brand of coffee that I love even more than his, and that's saying something. I know good coffee, and I'm telling you, you have to try Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee. Yep, you heard that right. Four Sigmatic puts mushrooms in their coffee to create a surprisingly delicious super drink that has some really great health benefits as well. With powerful antioxidants and immune boosting properties, Four Sigmatic's blends keeps you on track for all those busy days to come. It's less a Acidics and jitter free compared to normal coffees. Plus, it will boost your brain activity decrease stress and improve your memory concentration and alertness and of course it tastes great don't worry if you're avoiding caffeine they have caffeine free flavors that are so delicious and offer similar benefits to their main mushroom coffee you will only find the highest quality of mushrooms and other superfoods in four sigmatics blends they make sure the recipes are free from pesticides mycotoxins and other harmful chemicals it's so easy to make too so now dennis has it easy just rip open the bag mix with hot water nut milk or even your favorite smoothie offering everything from mushroom coffees elixirs hot cacaos and matchas my favorite four sigmatic product right now is the mushroom matcha latte with maitake paired with coconut milk super herb moringa and gut-supporting maitake mushrooms all you need to add is hot water sip this sweet and earthy dairy-free latte before or between meals discover the everyday magic of mushrooms for yourself with this awesome deal for from the heart listeners only Right now, when you head to 4sigmatic.com slash yoga girl, you will get 15% off of your whole order. That's 15% off of any order placed on 4sigmatic's website, but you have to use my special URL Forsigmatic.com sigmaticcom slash yoga girl. That's spelled F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com slash yoga girl. So we had this very, you know, intense time traveling the world. I was getting really tired and kind of, yeah, feeling a little bit burnt out. We traveled like 45 weeks out of the year, some insane amount. And then something huge um, happened. And I talked about this a lot, I think on the podcast, and of course, through social media and things like that. But out of the blue, I was I was on my way to teach a retreat in Bonaire. I had just come from Costa Rica from spending a week at a yoga festival with my best friend in the world. And I was on my way to Bonaire we were about to teach a retreat and it was kind of our life like we would come from one trip and then have one day at home repack and then go on the next trip or we would just go from country to country without even you know pausing at home like home didn't feel like home it felt like this place where I just did laundry and then I carried on kind of thing Um, so I did that came from Costa Rica went out headed over to Bonaire and as I was walking through the airport in Aruba on our way to Bonaire, which is our neighbor island, I felt this stab at the pit of my stomach, this huge, like, a, like like someone had stabbed me with a knife and I collapsed to the floor. And what followed was the, the longest, most excruciating hours of my life. I had a, a burst um, appendix and I had to have an appendectomy, but it, we didn't find out until hours and hours and hours later, I think nine and a half hours later. And what I didn't know was at the same time that I collapsed at the airport, my best friend hit a truck driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, and she spent the following nine and a half hours fighting for her life. And I didn't know. And I was in this hospital going through this immense pain um, at the exact same time, just in another country and eventually I had to have this sort of emergency surgery. And I woke up the next day and, and she didn't. And... And she passed away, and and I can talk about this now. I talk about her all the time. Um, I miss her every day. I... I miss her every day. And it's kind of interesting because while we have been working on this big launch parallel i have finished my second book and it's about her so i have been kind of stepping back into this time i've been sort of reliving our final moments together and really writing about them and and it's just something that i've never done this was 4 years ago and i and i it's not until now like some of these moments that are part of the book I saved until the last minute to write about them because it's been so hard. And I've been doing this, you know, while, while working on this big launch and kind of putting myself back in the shoes of 25 year old Rachel, right? So (laughs) Rachel from four years ago. And, um, when this happened and this was, you know, the, the second big epiphany I had was I woke up in the hospital in Bonaire and I'd had this surgery and of course it was a, you know, physically excruciating and, and painful and, and traumatic experience just on its own. But finding out that my best friend had passed away, I didn't want to live like that was, that was what it was. And I remember that morning, like everything was, was just so heavy and so dark. I mean, unbearable, absolutely un- unbearable pain. And I, I, and I remember reaching for my phone because that's something that I did all the time. Like I would post to Instagram probably five, six times a day. I would post things and share things. And this is where we are now. And here's how I'm feeling and this and this and that. And I remember like, you know, in shock, in complete shock, reaching for my phone. And I took a photo of the the IV, I think, that I had in my arm. And, and I wrote something. I wrote something about something, you know, in shock, not understanding, trying to grasp what had happened. And before I pressed publish or post, I remember having this moment of like, oh, there's no way back from here, right? Like there was a moment where I actually, you know, I, I had the looking of, okay, I have the choice to disappear completely. I could have faked it. I could have, I could have closed all my social media accounts and never returned. I could have not posted anything or talked about it at all, or I could have totally, you know, ignored it and just, yeah, gone about my day. But I, I made that conscious decision to share this pain, this grief in that moment. And it came from this absolute genuine place of knowing that there are people out there who have my back, which is a really odd thing to do because it's social media, right? It's it's this community built off of the internet. But that's the connection that I've had with all of you. That's the connection that I've had with especially you that have been there from the beginning followed along throughout everything through our marriage and our us getting married our wedding getting pregnant having the baby all this all of the beautiful stuff and also all the really heavy things like like Andrea dying for instance and i knew okay it wasn't like i was speaking into a void right or i was talking to a wall or just posting something on some stupid app i was speaking to my community and sharing something with people that i knew would be there <laughs> And people might say, like, "Oh, you're delusional, thinking that that's the case." But I—it's just there was this feeling of of being held, and it was very energetic, very, very emotional, but very real, very real. Oh, I'm sorry; it's really hard for me not to cry talking about this. But honestly, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have the support that I had at that time that support came in so many different ways of course Dennis being you know number one my family my parents my closest friends people you know who kind of dropped everything whatever they were doing at that moment and flew in to to be there for me but then on this larger kind of other scale as well where there was this (sighs) Yeah, where I had this community online of people that every single day checked it, every single day wrote me a direct message, every single day wrote me a comment, every single day people who sent gifts wrote me letters um, just kind of went out of their way to share either their own experience and that, hey, I lost someone too. This is what it was like for me. This is what got me through it. Here is, you know, a bit of advice or... Not even that, just like, hey, like I, I, ha- I got you, you know, I, I feel you, I'm, I'm here listening and I'm so sorry this happened to you. It was, it was a, an experience that I don't know if I can explain. If you were a part of that, which I know, you know, many, many, many of you were, still are, many of you remember that time and, and I shared, you know, the whole process of grief and of pain. If you remember that time, I'm sure you can kind of, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But from that moment, it, it completely changed my view of, of everything that I was doing, knowing that, okay, it's not just me talking, talking into a void or, or trying to be some sort of inspiration to people, but we are a community in terms of I share my heart and they share theirs back with me. And then beautiful things started happening. <laughs> So in these comment feeds and my posts about pain and and grief and and all of this, people started connecting with each other, right? The same way that I would teach a class and have tons of people come to that class and people would connect with each other in class and then become friends and then continue talking. And then they're still friends today or people that come on retreats or trainings and, and make a connection that lasts a lifetime. There is something so special, so beautiful about, about this vulnerability, about the fact that we're all here for similar reasons. There is something, yeah, it's so special, you guys. I don't know if you I don't know if you know how special it is that we that we have this. And since that moment, you know, this has just been it's been in my core knowing that whatever I do with this community because it's a massive responsibility to hold space for this community. Wherever we go, wherever we end up, it's going to be some somewhere damn amazing it's going to be somewhere safe it's going to be somewhere somewhere really really special and of course you know time moves on and time time continues to pass and and since then you know everything that's come my way i've shared it with you you know my grandmother passed away i shared that our dog passed away i shared that my mom tried to commit suicide Again, I shared that, and then of course I became pregnant, (laughs) and I shared that and that whole journey. And then I can kind of now I can I can look at my life and I can almost define it by these these massive moments of of upheaval where I've felt like my roots have been pulled out from the ground and I've lost the earth beneath me and I don't know where I'm where I'm going and I'm in the dark and I don't know where to place my feet to these moments of absolute light and clarity and feeling like I belong in a way that I just never have in my whole life. Like I can divide my life between these places. And it's always those really dark moments, those m- moments of of not knowing or those moments of pain or death or trauma or loss that led me to those moments of immense light, right? And what we have along the way is this is this community where we hold each other's hands and we and we get there together. <laughs> and of course, you know, having the baby for me was was a, a the biggest shift, one of the biggest, biggest shifts of my whole life. And and having her it made me want to do something much, much, much bigger. <laughs> and I I can I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I <laughs> I tell stories and the synchronicity of things and of life. It's just so, so, so almost unbelievably beautiful. But having the baby becoming pregnant came with a realization that i cannot do all of this alone in terms of my business in terms of kind of the the weight and the responsibility that i was carrying when it came to moving our business forward and moving our community forward and and holding space for everybody and and i knew that i need this to become something bigger than social media <laughs> i've known that for a really long time i tried to create something that i i thought would become perfect with 108 um it didn't happen the way i wanted it to be in the wake of all of that you know i started sharing my deep deep pain people started sharing their deep pain back with me um i received so many i mean i I couldn't count them all the amount of people that reached out saying that hey i don't want to (laughs) live hey i'm going through this i lost someone i don't know how to i don't know how to get to tomorrow can you help me and for me, launching 108.com, which is something that we crowdfunded and, you know, we use Kickstarter to make that happen. For me, it was supposed to be this place where people can come and find expert help when they need it, because I am not that expert, right? I didn't know the answers to to any of it. All I knew is that, hey, I'm, I'm sitting here holding this community that's filled with people that need more support than I can provide. I'm just a yoga teacher. I'm just a person who writes about her feelings and her life and her loss and her love online. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a suicide hotline. I'm not a therapist. You know, I'm not an expert. I need experts. And that's what kind of, that's what sparked all of 108. So we have a grief counselor on the site and a relationship expert on the site and a psychologist that focuses only on body image and eating disorders on the site. All of this amazing stuff. And we pull it together and we created this crazy platform and then you know of course I yoga and meditation and food and stuff like that because you know we wanted things that would attract people that also aren't going through heavy things and then things happened along the way and, and the platform didn't become what I wanted it to be you know and I've learned so much along the way but what happened on 108 we have this amazing core community of people that are oh, blow my mind every day but people go to 108 to practice yoga you know, people go to 108 to meditate, to do yoga at the office. Um, what I realized is there's still this gap between between people needing help and finding the resources, the tools, and the actual support to get there. And what I wanted to do with 108 was to sort of bridge that gap between social media, between reaching out to someone we follow online for support, and that gap between you know until we get to an actual therapist and we sit in that office or someone to help us overcome trauma or or whatever it is there's too wide of a gap there and I wanted to bridge that gap somehow but I didn't fully succeed and I can say that we've we've succeeded in so many ways with 108 it's a beautiful platform but in that specific area we didn't succeed because that's not what happened with the site so it's come you know I've had so much learning here like so such unbelievable learning and I've known, you know, that wherever we take this community, it has to be something that's bigger than Instagram. And since I had the baby and I started delegating and the team has grown a ton and I've learned the very valuable art of letting go, <laughs> um, letting go of control, inviting other people on the team to, to hold, to hold the space that I felt very alone and holding for a long time. This little seed <laughs> of an idea started growing and it came, you know, it, it came when I was, when I was pregnant So it's, I mean, it's been almost, it's been almost two years. (laughs) It's been almost two years coming, but my, my thought was this, or my question was this. What if Instagram falls off the face of the earth tomorrow? What if all of social media, what if everything, everything just goes away? How do I keep this community together? How do I keep this connection that has saved me time and time again, the connection that brings people into our Luna Shala and puts them in the circle and opens our hearts enough to, to look at that heavy stuff, to step into that place of at least step on the journey toward healing, knowing that we're not alone. How do I, how do I carry this torch onward? And same with all of our, all of our initiatives for service. How do we, how do we continue them? Where where do we go from here? Instagram is not, is not enough. And this was, you know, yeah, a year and a half or or two years ago that the first kind of thought, I I need to harness the actual true magic of this community and create something that's way bigger than just me, that's way bigger than just some Instagram account that I named Yoga Girl once, you know, to really harness the potential that this, not just that this community has, but the potential that this name has, right? The potential that, that I have as a teacher, that all of our teacher trainees have as teachers, that everyone who comes into the studio has that every single person that feels like they belong here we all have an ability to create something really truly amazingly great and i want to i want to i want to use it i want to use it that was sort of the that little seed and i didn't know what it was going to turn into i didn't know what it was going to become and we've basically spent the past 2 years taking that little seed of an idea of wanting to create something bigger and turning it into what we just released today. And it's come with so much soul searching. For me, I've had to completely narrow everything down to why do I do the work that I do? Why am I here? What is it that I wanna bring to the world? What is really the, if I scale everything, kind of peel everything else away and scale it down to this core, 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 the heart of everything, what is my purpose here? Why do I do this? And I've arrived at something super clear mega 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 clear it's it's just it's so clear it's 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 at the front of my mind every single morning when i wake up the reason i do this work and it's it's a two-step thing the reason i do this work is i want to support people on their path of inner healing that's step one i want to support people on their path of inner healing so the same way that i've gone through gone through hell and back gone through grief and back loss and back death and back like you know divorce and my family and loss and separation and, and insecurities and everything you know everything everybody goes through we all we all share these sorts of pains and loss the same way i've gone through all of that and then had tools provided that's what kind of differentiates people that are on the path toward healing or that have found their way to a place of feeling whole compared to people that aren't there yet they're still living in that in that open wound is we have somehow had tools provided to us for healing and those tools or we're calling them resources now resources for healing they can look they they can come in many shapes or forms for me the biggest one was yoga yoga was huge meditation was another one massive massive one dynamic meditation (laughs) Huge one. Personal development trainings, personal development retreats, processes, things like path of love um, helped me immensely. Um, sharings, journaling, um, tools for mental health, you know, having a psychologist to talk to a therapist, um, having a friend to call, a family, um, a quiet place to sit and gather your thoughts, you know, tools, like a toolbox of resources that we can use when the going gets tough and if we don't have any tools available to us, if no tools have been presented to us, if we can't afford to do any of the, of the things that cost money, for instance, um, if we don't have a community that holds our hand along the way, if we don't have that friend to call, that family member that's always there, those people that have our back no matter what, what do we do? Where do we go? <laughs> so for me, that's been, that's the reason I teach. That's the reason I do what I do. So yoga is a way in, but it's not the end game, right? Yoga is, it's, it's what opens the door. It's our, it's our safe place that we come back to again and again. It's a way to, it's a way to add more resources to that beautiful list of, of tools to help us along the way. It's learning how to quiet the mind. It's, it's, it's the most beautiful practice, but it's not everything, right? For me, yoga has been a huge thing, but not everything. And supporting people on that path Providing and supporting them, and helping helping to provide those same tools that were made available for me, so that we can all step into that journey of of, of finding our way home. That's 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 everything. That's it. Step two, <laughs> what comes along with that, equally important, and it doesn't have to be that you always have step one happens first. Sometimes. We start with step two and we end up at step one. Step two is once we've found our way to that place, once we have found our way home or we've arrived at a place where we feel whole, where we feel like we we let something go, we released baggage, we found a new level of of consciousness or of ease or of freedom or of self-love or compassion. Once we find our way to peace, we have to use that to make a difference for people that aren't there yet. To make a difference for people who are in need, and in different levels, at different scales, all over the world, whatever that means for you, we can't all do everything, right? We can't, you know, no single person can change the whole world, but we can all do something. So, doing this work, it's a privilege, and it comes with that responsibility of okay, I filled my cup, I, I filled my cup, I I have the privilege to do this, to practice yoga every day. That means it's time that I look up and look further than just myself and I find ways to be of service. I mean, you can't have one without the other. It can't be looking for that inner healing, looking for inner peace, looking to find ourselves, looking to be whole and then have it end there. Absolutely not. And I I find that usually it goes hand in hand in that way of when we get to that place, we start looking up because for the first time in our whole lives, we can, we can look around that pain, that that, that sense of being broken, it's not all consuming anymore. So, you know, we're not able to look up and around until we get to that place. And all of a sudden we have space to breathe. We have space to be and we look around us and we realize, hey, I'm capable. Hey, I i have power to change things, to do things, to to help people that need help, to give, to support others the way I was supported or in brand new ways, And for some of us, you know, we start doing that work, the number two, that work of, of being of service. And that's what brings us to a place of feeling whole. That's what, you know, it's, it's a, it's a circle, it's a cycle and it goes both ways. But these two things must go hand in hand. And this is my purpose. This is, this is the purpose of everything that Yoga Girl is all about. It's these two things, healing what's inside so that we can heal what's on the outside. It's, it's as simple as that. And it took actually, it, it, it took going to Path of Love, which for me was one of the greatest resources I've ever had. Um, I went to Path of Love right before I got pregnant. It was something that I pushed for eight years. Every year for eight years, I said, I'm going to do a Path of Love this year. And then I never went. <laughs> but for me, Path of Love was what kind of put the final puzzle piece in place um, and brought me so much healing and left me with so much learning in terms of, uh, one of my wounds is, since childhood, that it's not safe for me to take up too much space, that it's not safe for me to attract too much attention, which kind of has been this dual thing in that, in some ways, I, I want a lot of attention, I want to be at the center of everything, the center of the universe, you know, it's, I don't think it's random by chance that I've ended up with this kind of <laughs> huge community, not at all. But at the same time, I feel like I don't deserve it. At the same time, I feel like I don't know why everybody's here. I don't know why, why, why are people looking at me? I don't deserve any of this. I'm not lovable. I'm not loved. I I don't belong here and it's not safe for me to, to step into my power and shine. So, and that's, that's shown up in different ways. And one of the ways that has shown up is, oh, no, 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 I'm not yoga girl. No, no, no. I, I can't, I can't do that big thing. I can't be that big person like no no I'm, I'm just Rachel Brayton let me just be Rachel Brayton I don't want to no 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 if you've ever taken a class with me like one of those big events where we're a thousand people you know I hate being on stage mm. I brought Ashley Albrand Ashley if you're listening I love you so much I brought Ashley Albrand with me on tour to put her on stage so that she could demo everything we did because I didn't want to be looked at um, you know, so, and, and, and if, and sometimes people would ask me, oh, what is it like having all those people come just to take your class? And I would immediately deflect and say, no, 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 no. They're not there for me. Absolutely not. It has nothing to do with me. It's, it's the practice. It's very internal. It's very personal. They're all just there to, to find themselves and to, to be in their own space and to, it's their own practice. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. But <laughs> after Path of Love, I, I came away with that, um, among many epiphanies that, hey, yeah. It has a little bit to do with me and it's okay for me to step into that space. Actually, it's okay for me to own that, that, yeah, I am worthy to be seen. And, and to actually let myself shine in that way means that, hey, yoga girl, that's not such a terrible thing at all. <laughs> yoga girl, it's pretty damn amazing. Yoga girl, none of this would be possible if it wasn't for Yoga Girl. If it wasn't for Yoga Girl, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Yoga Girl, you guys wouldn't be in this community. We wouldn't have this community if it wasn't for Yoga Girl. Yoga Girl as a phenomenon, Yoga Girl as a community, as a name, as a brand, as a teacher, as everything that that Yoga Girl has become, which for me now is this embodiment of doing the inner work so that we can look up and do the outer work for people that that need extra support, that need... That need anything at all, anything we can provide, we give it. Anything we can give away, we give. <laughs> and once I had that realization of like, hey, yeah, yoga girl, <laughs> how cool is that? That's like what? <laughs> totally wild. I mean, it was sort of like I, I like I'd had this gem. Have you heard that story? Um, I think it's Eckhart Tolle who. Um, who who shares the story of, it's like the the beggar that sits on a box for years with his cap in his hand asking for, um, for money. And then one day a stranger comes and he says, hey, what's in that box? And the beggar says, I don't know. I've been sitting on it for years. He says, well, why don't you look inside? And Eckhart says that we are all the beggars and we are all sitting on. Oh, and then of course, I missed the most important part of the story. Man, I'm such a crappy storyteller sometimes. So the beggar opens the box and it's filled with gold. Yeah, you get it. You've heard this before. And that we're all the beggars and we don't know we have gold inside. But once we look, we realize we have everything we need. The beauty of that, for me, that was kind of the epiphany of like, hey, I have this this gem, this diamond of this beautiful, like amazing thing I created. And it's yoga girl. And it's amazing. Holy shit. We need to do something with that. So for many things have kind of kind of been on the way to this i've had yogagirl.com um for years um as a as a site as a the url had it for years haven't done anything with it because i didn't know what to do (laughs) i you know it was me feeling not i guess safe or ready or worthy to step into that place of bringing yoga girl to the whole world in a big way so it's just like i i've had rachelbraithen.com and i've had that site i mean that site is really old i haven't done anything with it in a long time and i was kind of saving yoga girl for something but i didn't know what and uh the trademarks for yoga girl i mean i've had that for a long time i've the yoga every damn day trademark i've had for five years i had i had a lot of um little bits of, of, of of issues and a little bit of drama too uh because i had it stolen once it's a long long and interesting story but um people have been asking, you know, why, what's up with the trademark and this, this R that comes along with the yoga girl that you guys have seen on the launch today. Um, and it's anytime that we put anything commercial out into the world, like anything branded, um, but it comes along with it, with the trademark. It's just as simple as that. It doesn't mean that no one else can ever call themselves a yoga girl. The whole point of this launch is for everyone to be a yoga girl, right? It's for everyone to feel like they've, like they have a home here, like no matter what they look like, no matter if you're, no matter your age, no matter your gender, no matter what you, if you, you know, if you feel like you have to be this specific person, this specific type yoga type person, that yoga is for everyone, wherever you come from, no matter how old you are, if you're pregnant or old or young or a child or injured or, you know, an athlete or a couch potato or large or small, whatever, that this practice is for you, that everyone can be a yoga girl. We can all look within and make space for that healing. And we can all look around us and help make a change in the world. That's what everyone can be a yoga girl is all, all, all about. And, you know, I kind of started gathering all of these, you know, beautiful little assets that I've had for a long time. And I had all of that just, just, you know, and I don't know, it's kind of strange that it's all been sort of collected over time. um, And now everything just fell into place of, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll turn this into a big platform to hold space for the whole community off of social media and there's more to come in terms of of the community connection that's what's my most exciting part of the site it's not part of version one because it's very very complex and we have to build it or we've had to build it from scratch but it's coming soon um and a way to 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 hold space for real conversation for real sharings for that that heart-to-heart feeling that that that, you know, that's kind of rare. We need something rare and big to happen for us to really feel that um, and have it be more than, than just comments in a comment feed, which so easily can turn into drama or um, things can be misinterpreted. Like, how can we really hold space for that heart to heart that I know is available, that I know we all share in this community? So all of these things have kind of, kind of came together and we created yogagirl.com, which is now, <laughs> it's now our home for everything, for everything, everything. And it means in a way that we have Yoga Girl is now a lifestyle. It's now a brand. It's now a community. Oh my God, my dog is throwing up. No, Kira, no, 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 no. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Mindful eating is an essential part of my self-care routine. To me, that means sitting together as a family for each of our meals. With a busy life at home and at the studio, breakfast, lunch, and dinner are the cherished moments of the day that Dennis, Lea Luna, and I get to spend together. We all know that every part of our life is enhanced when we eat nourishing, healthy meals. But eating right can be hard to maintain on top of a busy schedule. If you're looking for an easy alternative full of delicious, nutrient-dense foods, try Sunbasket. Sunny Basket delivers delicious meal prep kits with organic produce and clean, sustainable ingredients. All of the ingredients are pre-measured and the step-by-step instructions provided make complicated food prepping a distant memory. Your healthy and delicious meal is on the table in 30 minutes. No experience in the kitchen required. Best of all, everything is delivered right to your door so you can completely skip the grocery store madness. That's Dennis's favorite part. Right now, Sunbasket has more options than ever. Go to their app and pick from 18 weekly recipes. Whatever your dietary needs are, Sunbasket is there for you. They have a ton of vegan options. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh, crisp produce. Each order is created by award winning chefs and approved by nutritionists. See how easy it is to make mindful eating a priority and get healthy, clean meals on your table with Sunbasket. There is something for every health journey and every busy lifestyle. So there's more time for the things that really matter, like precious moments spent with family. Go to sunbasket.com slash yoga today to learn more and to get $35 off of your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash yoga for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash yoga. Okay, so that happened. (laughs) Okay, my dog just threw up. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, that was like a a refreshing little... (laughs) Refreshing with a change of, of pace in this in this podcast. But anyway, so creating yogagirl.com is a way for us to do everything we've already done. Everything I've already done for a really long time, everything we've done as a community in a much bigger way. So to kind of go through the platform a little bit. We have had a logo made for Yoga Girl, which for me was a totally terrifying thing. And I know, I mean, I've, I've, I've always known, I knew launching this and releasing this because it's gonna look commercial because for the first time, in a way it is. In a way it absolutely is, and in a way it's it's supposed to be. Um, I've learned a lot of really hard lessons um, trying to make changes in the world from having nothing, um, like you know, starting Sergeant Pepper's Friends or 109 World, um, without having that cup full and having something to give, to give from, it's really, really, really hard um, to run a foundation or to run a nonprofit of any kind if you're relying solely on do- donations from from you know kind people all over the world. It's a beautiful thing, but it's just not a sustainable way to run anything. And you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about Yoga Girl Foundation and what that what that's all about. But what I've realized is that to make a big change, you have to generate a lot. <laughs> you have to create a movement that's, that's much bigger. I have to create something that's much bigger than anything we've done before. If I want to make a big change, we have to have a big business. And part of this is, you know, why we've made this beautiful logo and created this and, and brought this sort of commercial piece in with products and things like that. Um, it's because, well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with that at all at all we all already take part of this lifestyle you know we all buy shirts anyway um and it's not the core of it it's not saying that hey you have to you know now all that yoga girl is is a shirt and you have to buy a shirt or you don't fit it absolutely not it's just providing an alternative for something that you already do for something that we all already do all of us It's providing a more sustainable alternative and an alternative that does good in the end but the logo um it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. First of all, (laughs) I mean, this, this, and to me, it's like, it's kind of old. I mean, we've, I've had this logo all year. I've been sitting with this logo, excited to release it to you, but it has this, this little kind of seventies kind of hippie girl vibe that I, that I absolutely love. And, and it's gorgeous. And we want to make Yoga Girl recognizable um, as a brand. And have it be a really conscious, a really sustainable, a really heart-centered alternative to the other things that are out there. And we have a a ton of things in the works, but um, it's really my deepest, deepest hope that when you're looking through this site, you feel the love and the intention and the impact that's really, that lies at the heart of of every single page that you see on the site. So, and having that, you know, registered trademark piece by the Yoga Girl logo, it simply means that no one else will be able to copy our logo and make the same shirts. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's very, very common. Everything we do, I mean, it's just not something that we we, we talk about a lot. But of course, like Island Yoga and Sgt. Pepper's Friends, like our nonprofit is, of course, trademarked. And we've had issues with that. We had some random... Um, crazy company started printing sergeant pepper's friends shirts selling them for profit to a for profit company um, selling them through amazon and through a bunch of different sites so uh, you know this, this stuff happens all the time it's just a way to protect yourself in business um, so it's a really positive positive thing to have your girl be a recognizable recognizable brand and a recognizable movement especially when you know what it's all about so Um, anyone who's out there who's kind of feeling unsure or, oh, this looks really commercial. That's okay. And the reason I have been really nervous about all of this is because I knew not everyone is going to resonate with this. Not everybody's going to like it. Everybody's going to love it. Not everybody's going to get it. Um, And that's okay too. Um, that's, you know, part of my life practice is, uh, so one of my, best friend's rose uh, her favorite saying that she tells me all the time <laughs> is you can be the juiciest ripest sweetest peach in the world and there's still going to be people out there who don't like peaches we remind us we remind each other of that all the time because we're both people pleasers and neither of us likes likes it when people don't like us and uh, so, you know, I knew that no matter how much love I pour into this or however great the intentions are and however great the impact is, however beautiful, whatever, however hard we try, there is going to be people that don't like it. And that's okay. That is totally okay. And and, and, I, and I am okay with that. I, I really promise. But what I would love to urge for anyone who's kind of like, oh, I don't get it. Or why do you have to do it this way? Just kind of sit with the site and actually read about what we do. Um, There's an about page on the site that explains all of our our core values. So what the company and what the brand and what the movement really is all about, what we stand behind and what we stand for. Um, Read through it, really read, you know, like actually like sit for the site for a while before you, before you're so quick to judge. Um, But anyway, so the site, one of the major and main and most amazing features is we have content on the site and stories told from the heart by amazing amazing people so the site is alive every single day there's going to be new articles um new articles live on the site and so what i'm really going for here we're definitely not like you're kind of um okay I, I don't want to compare it to something and, and call something out but this is not you know like five steps to weight loss or um nail your handstand or um you kind of get what I'm saying, um, so every anything and everything written completely from the heart with emotion in a in a in a genuine way. We cover topics like um, astrologies on the site because that's that's something that I'm that I'm super into right now. We cover birth uh, in a beautiful way. We have Katie Vigos uh, from Empowered Birth Project writing for us. She's absolutely amazing. Uh, we're covering motherhood and parenthood relationship, of course, yoga, meditation, um, healing, the inner healing, the self-love, ways to be of service, activism, feminism, um, just just real, genuine topics. Um, and if you feel like something is missing that you really would like you know, a topic covered on the site, this is the part of the site that I feel right now is moving the most. So we have kind of our highlighted areas of topics uh, with new content released every single day. Um but we 're gonna gear this toward you know what makes most sense for all of you guys that are reading so if you 're missing something or you want something covered, please like tell us in the comment section, send me an email. Just kind of share with me so that i can so that I can make this part of the site as educational and as purposeful as possible um and something that's been kind of epically amazing is. The conversations we've had recently about cultural appropriation, for instance, this big topic that has been so, so important to cover. Um, this site is an amazing way for us to dive way, way, way deeper into that. Um, and we have some really, like, I'm really excited to be sharing some things that are coming uh, specifically on that topic. But we have Susana Barkataki, who I had on the podcast talking about this topic, is writing for us and will be writing, um, I hope... Okay, I don't want to call her out because maybe that's too much, but I hope very regularly. I would love a couple pieces per month um, talking specifically on the culture, philosophy, and history of yoga. Um, And already her, she has one article up right now. It's amazing. You guys should go read it right now. We're getting such great response already. Um, We also have Rachel Cargill wrote something beautiful for us. I mean, you you um there's there's so much absolutely uh in the read section so go every day and uh today has just been such an intense day i haven't had a i had i had kind of a list of one you know like to 50 like steps i wanted to go through for this launch because it came with so many moving pieces i think i made it to like step seven out of 50 i have so much left to do and kind of pieces to cover But go to the read section on the site of yogagirl.com and please let me know what you think and how we can make it even better. And for everyone asking, yes, we are definitely 100% planning to pay our writers. Um, So, anyone who wants to write for the site, uh, I got a lot of questions about that. You can also email us. Um, We're looking for very heart centered stuff. Um, The next portion of the site, we have practice it's a part of the site so there's different ways you can see you can practice in studio and that's kind of where our island yoga and our studio stuff lives um and then we have practice online so 108 our online platform lives on and remains kind of alongside with everything that yoga girl is we'll be highlighting specific classes and still sharing trailers and new videos and new classes and things of course that remains the same Um, but every single week we're going to have three free classes living on yogagirl.com so you can every week roll out your mat and we haven't decided exactly how it's going to go, but I think we're going to change the classes up quite a bit so that every week you have something new. Um, you can roll out your mat free, full length, really high quality, beautifully produced, um, videos. So let me know how you like that. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to share that with you guys. Um, another piece, so the podcast now lives on the site, so you can listen to this podcast on yogagirl.com slash podcast every week. Also, we have transcripts of all the podcasts. We've had this for a long time. Um, they've just been on rachelbraython.com in this very inconvenient place. Like you've had to scroll through the blog to find the transcripts of the podcast. So we specifically, uh, are transcribing all the podcast episodes for the hard of hearing. Um, but a lot of people have been writing in saying that they just enjoy reading the podcast instead of listening to them. So that's, I, to me, that's like, what? Because <laughs> it's a really long read um, to read a podcast every week. But um, if you would like to share that with someone that's hard of hearing that you know, um, please, please, please do that. Because we put a lot of effort into that space as well. Um, and then, of course, we have this shop on the site, uh, which is, which is, man, I could dedicate, I don't know, a couple of podcast episodes just to talk about the shop and the products that we had, that we have, and a couple of, or actually, a lot of questions have come in about that. So I'm going to touch on that a little bit. Um, we are gonna, uh, I'm gonna dive really, really deep into this topic because this is a topic that's so close to my heart. If you haven't watched the documentary, The True Cost, it's on Netflix, it's free. I think online. Um, please, please, please go watch it. Um, there's so much we don't know about the clothing industry. I, I have learned the past year. We've spent a whole year. <laughs> we decided, like, hey, we're gonna produce a T-shirt. It took us a year to get there. I just, and, and I haven't been able to share the process with you guys, which has been, uh, it's been painful at times because I've learned so many unbelievable things, um, and we've arrived at so many amazing conclusions and decisions and I've had to keep everything secret which you know I I suck at keeping secrets So you guys like I, I need a little bit of like kudos to me for keeping this under wraps for so long but um even so here here's like a, a fact that I did not know that we've been we've been learning so much about this um the cotton 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 okay another word that I'm like I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right the cotton industry uh, the organic cotton industry is one of the most challenging industries in the whole world. There is more suicide prevalent in the organic cotton industry than like any under, other industry related to apparel in the whole world. Um, most organic cotton, because it's more expensive, it requires different ways of production, is sold To regular cotton prices as regular cotton, so a lot of the cotton that we wear, that we just assume is regular, is actually organic, Um, and it's just it's this kind of travesty in the industry that there are so many organic cotton farmers that can't sell their product, and they have their whole lives on the line hanging on people buying this slightly, you know, more expensive and more sustainable materials and then don't and then they end up losing everything they have and it's just it's this it's this big known thing the 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 humanitarian costs that come along with organic cotton which i just was not aware of at all so organic cotton is actually not the most sustainable thing at, at all and we just assumed like oh we'll have organic clothing and no that that just wasn't wasn't it, it took a lot of a lot of learning and a lot of diving into this industry to 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 get there Um, So we have partnered up with an amazing, amazing, amazing company called Another Textile Company Um, and done the work in terms of going through every single step of production. And people are wondering, oh, wait, our shirts are $49. Uh, That's so much money. And how can you justify having these super expensive shirts? What I have learned about the apparel industry right now, if you're paying less than that for a shirt, like if you're paying 20 bucks for a shirt, someone else is paying a higher price. Trust me on that. Um, Someone else is paying a higher price. There is no, there's no sustainable way. There's no ethical way to produce a cheap t-shirt that hasn't caused pain along the way. And usually that cost comes at the cost of the factory worker that makes, you know, less than nothing, um, that produced, Clothing, and this is just you know, this is a massive, massive, massive industry. But producing clothing at unbearable circumstances, and I think the, the more I find out about specifically the yoga industry, um, and this that you know the the accessories and tools and clothing and apparel that come along with a lifestyle of yoga, like you know, we have to walk the walk. To me, that's just it's not it's not not possible. Uh, so it was a decision we made immediately. If we're gonna do any type of production of any kind, we need to not just trust that. Okay, well, no, there's no that there's it's not sweatshop circumstances over here, but they have fair wages. What does fair wages mean? Sometimes just to even ha- be able to 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 write that, okay, paid fair wages, it's like an eighty cent different or some difference or something ridiculous like that. Um, so what does it actually mean the shirts that we wear the clothes that we wear where do they actually come from and this for me has brought this whole new level of 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 consciousness in terms of in terms of shopping in terms of yeah i don't know i don't know where most of my clothes have been what's involved like if if there's no real way for me to actually go back in that production line and see is there child labor involved here are these people being paid fair wages? Do they get breaks? What sort of hours are they working? What are their circumstances? And for us, you know, to do something, anything with Yoga Girl, um, it has to be a setting a new standard for the industry. And that's really what we're trying to do. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. The girls over at Lone Deodorant asked me to do things a little bit different this time. Instead of sounding like the ads we normally do, they want you to want to listen to this. So they asked me to share my own experience with the natural deodorant they passionately believe will convert us all. Well, if you happen to visit my office at my yoga studio in Aruba, you would find a huge stock of Lone deodorant in my cupboard, even before I was taking them up on this podcast. Made with salts from the Dead Sea, Lone deodorant has naturally deodorizing properties, and it actually works unlike other natural brands that I've come across. Before Lone, I tried to switch to a natural deodorant so many times in my life, but I always went back to those toxic brands full of harmful chemicals. There's actually one that Dennis uses that is so full of chemicals, I cannot even disclose the brand. I just could not find anything natural that lasted longer than an hour or two. And when you're a yoga teacher, getting up close and personal with your students all the time, that just won't work. Well, no more toxic deodorants for us. With one application, Lone keeps us fresh all day long without putting toxic chemicals on, in, or near my body. It's free of aluminum, parabens, and all the other toxic usuals. It does not stain your clothes and contains no baking soda, so there's no chance of that itchy and rashy underarm. Actually, unlike many deodorants, Lone's ingredients condition your underarms, resulting in smooth and soft armpits with long-term use. Smell fresh all day long during those activities that you love and do it confidently with Lone deodorant. If you're ready to try it and see if it will end your search for deodorant that you can rely on, visit their website lone That's l-o-n-e-deodorant.com and use the code yoga girl for 20% off of your first order. That's the code yogagirl at lone for 20% off of your first order of a deodorant you'll use for the rest of your life. So this, I can, I can kind of talk about this for hours, but I'm going to share really specific details about this and we're going to show you every step of the way of this production chain. And I hope, so we're planning to do, I hope, I hope, I hope I can come on this trip. Otherwise the rest of the yoga girl team will go. Uh, it's just hard with a baby, but um not just showing you our production chain because ours is totally not industry standard and very, very, very different from the norm and we've made it really complicated for ourselves just to make sure that we can ensure the ethical practice of this uh, production but also show what a regular company does. And I'm not talking like regular, like a shitty company but like a regular yoga company that claims to do really good things. Uh, There's a dark side to this apparel industry that... um, I would love to expose. So I I will go into more depth about about the specific production um, later. But our shirts are made uh, with, so we have 70, I'm going to say this right, 75, 70 or 75% uh, material made from plastic washed up on the shores of India, which is, you know, we get to actually clean up beaches and make, super cute shirts with it like how, how crazy is that and then we have thir- 25 or 30 percent organic cotton scraps from the factories uh or organic cotton bought at uh at fair and and good and um above standard cotton prices to support the the organic cotton farmers that are totally struggling in this in this whole industry and we have created our own material and the material it feels it's it's like cotton, but it's, it's softer. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, everything about the shirts in terms of design, like we've had, you know, we've gone back and forth like a thousand times, the exact length, the exact, you know, the neck, the, that like every single piece from the hem. I don't even know all these words in, in English. Um, but I, I have designed and we've gone, you know, back and forth a ton of times to get it perfect. To me, this is the perfect t-shirt. And then, a lot of things come with it, like, you know, the, the the print that we use to print the logo. It has to be a vegetable dye. It has to be 100% non-toxic, 100% sustainable. Um, the shirts have to be wrapped in this sort of individual, like, plastic type thing. Um, ours is not plastic. It looks like plastic, kind of feels like plastic, but it's made by corn and 100% comp- compostable. Um, we have the little hang tags are made... Made with cotton scraps that normally is just trash that they throw away in the factories. Uh, so it's like a paper that's made from fabric, which is crazy. And even the little string that comes along with the tag uh, is is repurposed, recycled. So every step of the way, and, and there's so many details to think about. It's totally kind of wild and crazy. Um, and this is why the shirts are 50 bucks. <laughs> And it's not a shirt that you wear once and then not again or a shirt that you wear for a couple of weeks and then throw away. It's a shirt that will last you. Um, it's a shirt to make memories in. Um, and I'm really, really, really working on that in terms of scaling my own closet down. I wanna have purposeful items of clothing that I genuinely love. And I'd rather spend more knowing that I'm not taking part in any harm along the way and that I'm supporting a good initiative than buy that you know $20 shirt off of H&M. But it's uh, definitely, you know, unconscious behavior that I've had. And, and and also not knowing. This is sort of like I was sharing a little bit the other day about factory farming and, and animals and the ethical treatment of animals. Like if you don't know, you're kind of comfortable, right? <laughs> and then suddenly, you know, and it's really hard to look away. The apparel industry is the fashion industry. It's the same. Oh, my God. Once you know, it's you can't not know. So... <laughs> So much, so much, so many new learnings. Um, also in the shop, we have these amazing pins. Oh, the pins are made in lead free zinc, completely safe, completely non toxic. And every pin comes with this paper card, so the same paper we have the hand hang tags made of, made from 100% organic cotton waste. So it's normal waste that would just be thrown away. Everything is sun dried, chemical free, and it's just we're using production leftovers to create beautiful shit (laughs) it's it's kind of kind of kind of cool and we have our amazing tote bags oh like the tote bags are my favorite things my favorite one says i can't touch my toes everyone can be a yoga girl (laughs) we have i have we have a couple of those coming like things that you think that you have to be able to do to be a yoga girl um i just I, i i absolutely love it um and then again like do you need any of this stuff no If you are shopping, if you find it fun, if you'd like to add something to your life, if it's purposeful, if it feels good in your heart, great. It's for a good cause. It's sustaining the movement. It's helping support the foundation. We have 10% of everything retail price goes directly to the foundation. So, you know, be part of the community. It's an amazing thing. Do you have to do it? No. Everybody's just kind of like, I kind of knew that. I knew that especially the shop would be like a conversation starter and people are going to be upset about it and this and that. And I also think it's interesting that like you literally have a gazillion people just going about their day, (laughs) starting businesses left and right. Like any type of celebrity will just like sell any type of junk anybody's way and no one has zit to say about it. And I knew, I knew, I'm like, it doesn't matter how perfect we make these products. Like how sustainable and organic and amazing. Like there's going to be people that like, ew, you're commercial now. Like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, you know, <laughs> and it's just kind of, I guess it comes with a gig. <laughs> but I feel so excited about this. And it's also fun to provide an alternative that, that you can really trust and that you can, can really count on. We have other really beautiful things in the work that, in the works in terms of products and stuff that I'm going to share. But again, it's not the heart of what this platform is about. Um, if you haven't been on the site just yet, um, our resources page, uh, I'm going to, this is kind of part of a, another launch, but um, we have something coming in terms of a mental health initiative that I would love for you guys to go and check out. It's going to be 100% free and available for everyone forever. Um and uh, a way to get completely immersed and involved without having to spend a single dollar. Yoga Girl Foundation, I think I'm going to do a, a podcast with my mom. We founded Yoga Girl Foundation together. I've spoken about this so much on the podcast. If you've, you know, tuned into the podcast before, you already know our initiative right now. We're focusing all of our efforts on supporting children that have suffered or are suffering from abuse. Um, and what the Yoga Girl Foundation does is we support mothers and children. So you want to really be of aid to mothers and moms uh, in need all over the world to prevent these um, things from happening in the first place. And then on the other end of it, support children that are already suffering. And here in Aruba, where we live, this is a major issue, major problem. And like if I, for me, it's everything we do gets to hold this cause, literally. And it's, it's really what Yoga Girl, Yoga Girl is a for-profit business, like 100%. And everything that I already do in terms of teaching and retreats and teacher trainings and all that stuff, like it falls under that umbrella. I am the CEO of Yoga Girl. Like it's a, it's a for-profit, it's a business. Um, but it, it's here for a really good reason, you know. And for me, it, even if we didn't have the service arms, which for me are the most important parts, even if we didn't and it was just quote unquote, the inner healing, supporting people on the journey to find their way back to themselves, find their way back home. Like That's amazing. Like, I feel so good about that. There's so much heart about that, so much integrity in that. Um, I don't have to explain anything about it, about having a, a for-profit business that does good things. No. Um, and for me, the, the, the service arms, it's what I see myself doing when I'm 75 years old. Right, Yoga Girl Foundation for me is, is where I see our future. It's it's where I see a legacy to pass on to my daughter. Um, if we can help one child suffering, everything I've ever done is worth it. All the work put into everything, everything from 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 all these years past, the highs, the lows, the long hours of work, the, the dedication, the the time, the money, the energy. If we can help one child, this is all worth it, and it all happened. <laughs> the online world, how amazing is that? How unbelievably unbelievable is that? It's, it's quite unbelievable. So I don't know. I don't know where to where, where to go from here because there's just there's just so much. Um, the the final piece I want to so Yoga Girl Foundation. You can go follow Yoga Girl Foundation on Instagram if you haven't already at Yoga Girl Foundation. If you want to follow all things Yoga Girl movement you can follow Yoga Girl officials. So there every day we'll share new articles, new blogs, stories, products, highlighting people and writers, um, talking about our different initiatives, um, the scholarship, like everything really dedicated to Yoga Girl will be on there. My personal stuff, like my, you know, the Yoga Girl, Yoga underscore girl Instagram account, um, will remain the same. I'm going to, of course, infuse it with a ton of this work because this is our business and what we do. Um, so much of this, you know, is my day-to-day. So I will, of course, be talking about that. But it's still a personal account. You guys are still going to see Leah Luna saying, "oy oy oi, oi, 15 times a day. Um, you're still going to see Dennis being a doofus. You're still going to see me <laughs> talking to the camera every day. Like it, it remains personal. But for me, it, it comes with more structure and greater purpose in the end. So don't don't worry about that. Um, if you want to find out more about the yoga girl scholarship so from this moment on every single thing we do every program teacher training um, group process comes with scholarship spots meaning that you can apply for yourself or for someone that you know who has been you know going through a rough time or who can't afford to do something like this but who really wants to go um, go apply really really go apply and we have a quota designated for Uh, minorities, for people of color, um, for people that I really want to not just hold space for and and tell the world that, hey, everyone's welcome here, but I'll be making a real, real genuine effort to step in to those communities and really show the way and offer and hold space in in a tangible way. So if you've felt ever like you don't belong here, like this community isn't for you, um, I, I, I really hope this platform and, and everything that comes along with it makes you feel that you truly belong because you do. You're so welcome here. You're so held here. It's a safe space. And we're all just walking each other home. All of us. All of us. We all belong. We all belong. We all belong. You can go to the About Us page on the site if you want to read more about our inclusivity program, about our company culture, about our core values. Um, I have a section there about, you know, yoga girl. Is it only for girls? Uh, We have chosen, like, for instance, our shirts were completely non-binary. So we're not male and female for men and women. uh, You don't have to conform to a gender to wear our shirts, Uh, also our sizing where you don't have to call yourself small or medium or or large. We've, we've totally scrapped the, the traditional way of, of, of having to label yourself as a size to wear our shirts, but instead you are special and magnificent and lovely. And we're going to be expanding our sizes even, even, even more, um, with the next round. So just (laughs) all around here, um, looking to truly, truly, truly have people feel in the, in the depths of their heart that they belong to. I spend enough time in my life feeling like I don't belong and I know the beauty and how how life-changing it is to find your way home. And that's what I want Yoga Girl to be for all of us, a place to call home, a place to come back to again and again and again, a place to ask for help a place to reach out and say, hey, I, I need something. I need support. A place to say, hey, I, f- I feel the same. A place to say, me too. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for for waiting. <laughs> thank you for being so patient. Thank you for <sighs> Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for your presence, for your time, for your dedication. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, uh, I love you so much. I love you so much from the bottom of my heart. I'm so, so grateful that that day, six, six years ago, I, (laughs) I chose that username yoga girl on that social media app. And I, I'm in awe just thinking, (laughs) grasping, looking at where it's led us, where we're sitting right here right now. So thank you for coming along for this journey. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and thank you for checking out yogagirl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of them on rachelbraython.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Ritual, Four Sigmatic, Sunbasket, and Lone Body. Please support them the way they support this podcast.